This computer's on my head. Is that I it? look bald. You want to move it? It doesn't matter. <laughs> it's still on your head. Yeah. yeah. Oh, well, that's better. Are you I ready? I wanted it in the shot. I do kind of, but it's all right. I don't really care that much. You can bring it back. The windows was the main important thing instead of just boring. Okay. You ready? Yeah. Okay, here we go. Oh my gosh, so nervous. <laughs> I'm sorry, first time. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> Hello, and welcome back to the Procrastinated Podcast. This week, I'm joined by a very special guest, Sarah Ansari. Hi. Hello. Uh, thank you for joining me. Um, also, this week, the theme is strong women. Uh, I, I brought on a strong woman to be on this week's episode of the Procrastinated Podcast. Thanks. And, of course, and that's kind of the theme of it. We're going to talk about strong women from history, Marie Curie, uh, Valentina Tereshkova, Never, if you've ever heard of her. Also, the corner flag, as per usual, and round out the feel-good article. Just the, the, the same thing, same recipe as always. <gasps> Roll the intro! Hello and welcome back to the Procrastinated Podcast, episode 29. This week I'm joined with Sarah Ansari. Say hello to the people. Hello, people. <laughs> <laughs> So, uh, for each episode, I start off with this day in history. Um, not much really happened on, it's not this day, because today is March 7th. It's going to be March 9th when this actually comes out. Not much really happened on March 9th, um, except for in 1961, the Russians launched Sputnik. You know what Sputnik is? Yeah, I think so. There was their aircraft that they sent into space. They sent a dog in it as well, along with other random animals. Um, I don't know if any of them survived. The dog, unfortunately, <laughs> did not make the trip. Uh, but... That happened. Space travel's cool. Also, we're going to get a little bit into Russian space travel later in the episode, so there's a little teaser kind Exciting. of, I guess. Yeah. Wait, what happened on March 7th? Do you know? No. Okay. We can Google it if you want to, but... Yes. What the March 7th in history? Just, do you remember? You're born in March, actually. Your birthday's coming up in, what, two weeks? Uh, March 28th. March 28th. You're going to be old. What are you, 20 years old? Yeah, big oh, girl. Oh, boy. Wow. Can't type. That's Okay. What was your favorite birthday you've ever had? Oh, shoot. Um, well, I don't think it was my favorite, but um, on my the 16th most memorable, birthday, maybe? Yeah. my mom like rented out this like clubhouse, and she invited all my friends, and it was like a surprise. Ooh. And all my cousins came, and we got to hang out. And it was right when me and my ex started dating. It was mm. very fun. Yeah, sweet Young mother. love. So these are the big hit. Okay. Um, in 1936, on this day, Hitler broke the Treaty of Versailles. That's a big thing. <laughs> um, Ronald Adminson discovered the South Pole. Ooh, that's also very cool. cool. Alexander Graham Bell received a patent for the telegraph or telephone. Telephone. Also cool. Uh, that's those, that's insane. Those 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 are the big things. Is that what you wanted? Do yeah. you want to learn that Hitler broke the Treaty of Versailles in 1936? Yeah, that's kind of a big deal, right? That's a very big deal. It's the reason why World War II start, started, yeah. basically. But, uh, as I mentioned, Sputnik happened in March 9th, whatever, whatever. So, let's kind of get into the, 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 the not sort of still the intro of the episode. Who okay. are you, Sarah, Sarah. Zari? Who are you? Let, let me know, but the people kind of let me know. I Who are you? I hate this question. Um, Sarah. Just, you are Sarah. I'm um, 19. You are, correct. I have a brother. 
Mm-hmm. And two parents. Wow, that's rare. And two dogs. Nice. Um, what's your favorite child? Like when you think of your childhood, what's the first memory that comes to mind? Um, so one time I, well, there's two. Okay, okay, wait, there's, okay, there's this picture I have of my dad and I gardening, and that's, like, a memory, but I don't remember doing that. It's just, like, just, I like that picture. Yeah. And then another one is my brother and I choking each other out with the hose. No. Oh, you told me about that. Yeah. yeah. that's good. And then, um... Is there a picture of that or just a memory? Just a memory. Oh, okay. And then, um, when we were little, I, we had a puppy. Uh-huh. He, like, grew up with us, and I just remember him dragging my brother through the yard on, um, a little bit. on his hood. Yeah. Like with his hood. Oh, like with drag. it. I yeah. Got you. Would you? Did you and your brother always beef or? Cause you seem pretty good, pretty cool now. I don't, I don't, I don't know you guys that well, that well, but from what I understand, you guys are pretty cool now. Yeah. Um. I think. Yeah. I like stuck a toy in his ear one time. Like got it stuck. <laughs> did I ever tell you? Oh my goodness. <laughs> one time, uh, it would have been like. First or second grade, I can't really remember, but I had a new, I got new pencils. And they they're new fancy mechanical pencils, and they mm-hmm. had the eraser caps on them. Fancy. So like I was I was doing my pencil stuff, you know, drawing, and then fancy. I started got bored as any first or second grader would, and I took off the eraser cap, um, actually put it in my nose, mm. got it back out. Mm-hmm. But you know, ever a curious kid, what happens Excuse if I put it back in again? Uh-huh. I put it back in, and then it got stuck. So then what? Uh, I had to, and didn't tell my teacher about it, <laughs> because I didn't know what to do. Uh, so I just kind of lived the rest of my day with an eraser cap in my no, nose. No way. Yeah. That's so funny. <laughs> and then I got home later that day, and I don't think I told my parents immediately. I think it got to like, maybe shortly before I was going to go to bed, or like after dinner, I finally mentioned it to them. <laughs> <laughs> and then it, we had to do some, some kind, somewhat of a homemade surgery. Mm-hmm. Uh, my dad had to get a pair of tweezers. Pull my head back and pull the eraser cap out. Gross. Yeah. Um, I remember, I think, like, middle school, people would just be, like, stapling their hands or, like, like this girl stabbed this kid with a pencil. You ever have those kids that stapled their head? One kid in my high school did that. I don't know why. Just a normal stapler. No, just, just because like it stapling. didn't. It just, like, went into your skin. It doesn't really puncture, so. Yeah, no. Just, like, stapling their hands. Do you ever mess with glue? Like, yeah. glue skin? Yeah, but is that really an equivalent? Not really. <laughs> stapling your hand is different. <laughs> Do they have any reason for stapling their hand or just Like, no, it's kids. just like middle school, the... public school shenanigans. Yeah, how I got the racer cap we like, in my nose. Yeah. Nice. Crazy. So how did we meet? We met... Scott Bridge. Scott Bridge. So we had a class together, what was it, 213? 113. Thir- one thir- Journalism 113? Thir- yeah, because I haven't taken one... I've only taken one journalism class. Okay, well, uh, yeah, we we'd had the class journalism... One. One together. <laughs> and with my friend Jenna Hadley, who has made an appearance on the podcast before as well. Uh, I don't think... So you we sat at a table before. It was me, and then Jenna crossed me, like, catty corner. And then you were sitting next and to Jenna. And crossed from you. And, yeah. yeah, and then a girl named Haley was sitting next to me. Mm-hmm. I don't think we would have been as good friends, one, had you not sat there, obviously. Mm-hmm. But also, I didn't for a while. Yeah, that's I true. I moved around. Yeah. And then... Um, Especially if Jenna wasn't there, I don't think we, we might not even be friends if Jenna wasn't there. Because No, because she kind of brought me into you. And, yeah, and Jenna being there allowed me to be the most me. Like, actually, like, mm. joked around. You don't think you would have with Professor Bridge anyway? I would have, but just not on the same level. Mm. Like, it would have been slightly different. It would have been a, a quieter version? Yeah, I think you would have been less... Not quieter, because I still would have joked around and spoke out or whatever, but, but not like... But you talked a lot. Exactly, yeah, like, during the whole entire class. Yeah. Or especially beforehand. Yeah. So... From there, we then 
Do we? What's up, Richard? Did, then we then um, didn't really hang out for a long time. We just kind of mm-hmm. knew of each other, followed each other on Instagram, maybe. Yeah, and then I slid into your DMs. Ooh, how? Do you remember what you said? I don't I think remember. You posted a cloud picture. Something like that. And then from there, oh the rest is history, kind of. Not really. Um, we hung out. <laughs> we hung out last October for like the first time in your pod. Was it October? Yeah, it would mid-October, because there's a picture on your wall that says 10-22. But that's like one of the first. I thought it would have been like September. Maybe late September, but I think September, late September, early October. Yeah, fall. I went over there, and it was just you and Sarah at the time, I believe, mm-hmm. and you uh, interrogated me. Not really. We no, kind of you had, interrogated yeah, me. We kind of just had sir. a conversation about all of things. Yeah. About life. Weird. Whatever. First conversation was you, deep. I knew it'd be good. Yeah. Questions you asked to get to know a person. Um, and then we had that awkward trip to Taco Bell. Was I it took, awkward? For me, kind of. Because I picked you up. We were kind of friends at that Ella point. Ella felt awkward before then. But we picked all of you up. I picked all of your friends up. And then it was awkward because just we didn't know each other. Yeah. Um, but now I've somewhat met a now new I'm on your friends podcast. group. Exactly. Yeah. Now uh, we're all good, uh, good pals. Good buddies. You said you there was really a, there was a massive hole in the group when I was gone this weekend. You said you missed me so very much. You guys cried about it as a group. Right. Yeah, it was I do really, remember that. It was very emotional. Yeah. Um, but I'm back now, so it's okay. So it's okay. For those of you that don't know, this is the first day I haven't cried in like three days. Exactly, because I'm, I'm here now. Since you left on Thursday. Precisely. Uh, I went home for the weekend. A nice little mid-semester break. Definitely needed it. Yeah. But we're back now. Back on the grind. I thought it was good. It was good. You know, my mom doesn't know anything about you, so, because remember, do you remember I brought that up? Like yeah. She, yeah, so I think I'm going to send this to her and okay. let her know this is this is your introduction to her, okay? That's a good idea. Hi, Mom. Yeah. Hi, 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 Miss Un- Mrs. Sun. And my Sorry. brother. Yeah, I hope they watch I it. I met Michael already, but. Yeah. Hi, Michael again, and Dad. Swag. If you watch this. so uh let's kind of get into the actual meat and potatoes episode the real part you mentioned your mother uh what kind of strong women do you know or when you think of strong women who comes to mind your mother Mm -hmm. that that's same for me she goes through a lot of stuff yes yes yeah moms are really cool moms are tough bro shout out to mom yeah shout, shout out to mom's period yeah uh, I have an older sister, also a strong woman. Mm-hmm. Um, my grandma, both of my grandparents <coughs> are grandmothers. Mm-hmm. Um, I've noticed really that my life is kind of defined by strong women. Yeah, I would agree with that. Yeah. Um, For you, yeah. especially. Like, my two, two, two of my three best friends in college have been women. You, Jenna, and Ryan's the third. Katie. Yeah, buddy. Uh, and it's a weird, not no, it is weird to me, kind of like I just when I Would finally you have realized that? it. What? Would you have expected that? Um. Now, like knowing myself now, at least how I understand myself at the current moment, yes. But growing up, no. Mm-hmm. Because, I don't know, I'm, I'm a boy. I'm a boy. <laughs> I play sports. I play in the mud. I do all those things, you know. Yeah. Um. But now I think so. What, I feel like your girlfriends too are like, chill. Yeah, oh yeah, especially, shout out to Jackie Bontrager. Mm-hmm. She's super chill. Oh, I just meant like girl space friends. Oh, yes, also, true. Like we're not uptight, like girls. I can't deal with uptight people in general. Mm-mm. Like men or women, so, for real. You gotta be able to take a deep breath and think like, the world's not ending, it's okay. Mm-hmm. Um, but do you know any other famous strong women? 
No, tell me. Okay. So there's obviously, if you go all the way back to history, there's all kinds of strong women. You go all the way back to Cleopatra back in the olden days, leader of the strongest civilization in the world at one point. Hairless cats. <laughs> what? Hairless cats. Hairless cats, that's true. They thought cats were um, great deities. I don't know if I agree because cats... They're cool. They're cute. They are. I mean, the hairless cats are not, though. They are. So cute. They're not. I disagree. Hairless cats, um... You should put, put a, a vote coat. on your story, on your promotion for this. Hairless cats? Are hairless cats cute? Yes or no? They aren't. But, all right, we'll do it. Um, also, oh, yes. Rosa Parks. She's obviously a very famous one. Civil rights mm -hmm. movement. Refused to get up and move to the back of the bus. Queen. Malala Yousafzai. You ever heard of her? Mm -hmm. uh, got attempted to be murdered by the Taliban uh, on a bus. She said, no, I'm so, good. I'm not going to die today. And then just run about her life. How old is she now? Um, like our age? Younger? Not much older. Malala. Imagine Yusufzai. getting threatened by the Taliban. She is 23 years old. When did it happen to her? Um, we don't have to look into that. Yeah, I don't know. Just a couple years ago. And she was probably like 18 or 19. Imagine and being 18 or 19 years old, being a woman and being so powerful and influential that a group of a terrorist group thinks you're a threat to their mission well but also being like still constrained and still being such a powerful woman yeah exactly yeah very cool gal somewhat incredible um potentially should have dove delved into her journey for this but i chose okay. two others it's okay yeah um what are some other ones i have marie curie listed as well mm -hmm. you ever heard of rosalind franklin mm -mm. so rosalind franklin uh, she actually discovered the double helix formation of DNA. Although if you Google it, it'll probably say Watson and Crick came up with it. Not actually true. They, or maybe it is true, they maybe published the findings or whatever, but Rosalind Franklin actually discovered it originally. I remember learning about that in biology in high school and being disappointed that like she, her stuff just got washed mm -hmm. over. But then I realized that's just kind of history. The first white guy to discover something kind of just takes that's the credit. Crazy. Yeah. I wonder how many things there are in history where yeah. a woman, a woman or a minority or somebody discovers something and then it just, they just got like we'll never know about them mm -hmm. because they either were murdered or just not heard of or I don't know. And nobody talks about the ones that we do know. Yeah. Like, have you seen those posts at all for Black History Month? Like what? Um, like of black inventors that influenced the world, but They're nobody not. ever talks about them. Yeah, you just and you just know like. They they get their they get their moment of shine for a little bit and then it goes away. Yeah. Like I I clearly don't know what you're talking about. So that there's just an example there. It's somewhat upsetting, but also no, it's just upsetting. That's yeah, kind of it's it. just upsetting. I was gonna say it's great that they exist, but they should exist and get their credit. Whatever, whatever. So the first one we really want to delve into is Marie Curie. Who do you, what do you know about Marie Curie? Like nothing. She's You've scientist. heard of her before? Yeah. So she won two Nobel Prizes in her time in 1903 and 1911. Um, really kind of revolutionized the game in terms of uh, radio, radio, radio action, radioactivity, Activity. radiation, those types of things. Cancer research, or turned into now modern day cancer research. She was born in 1897, a long, long time ago, two years after the Civil War ended in Poland to a teacher, her grandfather was a teacher, her father was a teacher, her mother was also a teacher. I speak with my hands a lot on the podcast. I don't know why, but I do. Um, born to a lot of teachers, uh, then 
They also believe that scientific knowledge was the key to social well-being. Don't really know what that means, but that's what the video that I watched said. <laughs> her sister died of typhoid. Don't know what typhoid is, but her mother died of TB, tuberculosis. Uh, the thing geez. that took many, many people. Um, after those deaths, she then decided, okay, this sucks. I'm going to um, dedicate my life to science. She did exactly that. She then moved to Paris, France, which kind of was maybe the epicenter of the world, or at least one of them at the time, to go to school, to one of the most prestigious schools in the world. I don't have the name of it because um, it was a French word and I didn't write it down. Mm -hmm. But she graduated her degree in three years. Um, I can't imagine can getting... Can you imagine? A, yeah. No, <laughs> like in general. I couldn't even imagine getting a sports media degree in no, three years. three years. But she got a mathematics and physics degree in three years. And graduated. I can't imagine devoting my life to science either. Like that's really cool. I can't imagine cool, de- devoting can't my life do... to school. Yeah. Or to learning like that. That's really cool. What if you picked one thing from your life right now to dedicate yourself to for the rest of your life? What would you do? Um, actually, probably animals. I guess that is kind of so science, like, but I don't know. So then, like, veterinary science. Yeah. And try and be like the next. But um, I feel like that's just Jack like... Hanna. No, I would just get comfortable. Just like I would just be a vet tech. I think it'd be oh, fun okay. to just like stay there and at that wanna, level. You would want to win a Nobel Prize for um no. animal discoveries. Like that's crazy. That's no, like I over the top. No, it's cool, but I just couldn't. I wouldn't want to do that. Okay, fair I enough. I could. I wouldn't want to. Fair enough. Fair enough. Fair enough. Uh, so she, like I said, she graduated in three years. Finished number one in physics, and number two <laughs> in mathematics. And keep in mind, she was likely yeah. the only woman at the whole school. Mm-hmm. She was the really the first woman in her field, not in her field, but the first woman to do what she did in such a powerful way and really establish women in the scientific community. Mm-hmm. It, a community that still has a large majority men and a small number of women mm-hmm. uh, to this day, even a hundred and some odd years later. Incredible. Wild. <sighs> Wild, and then she got her first Nobel Prize in 1903 with her, it was actually joint with her husband, who was actually one of her professors, which is kind of weird, but it's okay. Um, he oh, asked, is this the, the rat girl? The, did they do, did they do psychology? Yes, they did. They did radiation in, in cancer research. Oh, okay. I don't know if she did psychology. Oh, I don't okay. know who the rat woman is. No, That's going to be the name of this episode, though. And you're going to be the guest on it, so you're going to be the, wa- the rat woman. The wat woman. The wat woman. <laughs> um, but she, like I said, she got her first one in 1903. It was joint with her husband. It was really just for their work, general work in radiation. Mm-hmm. Um, her husband, like I said, was one of her professors. He one day invited her to study together. They ended up studying, and only like a year or two later, he professed her love for her. And they became known as like a power couple in the scientific community. Oh. <laughs> so, who's the, so young, who's the youngest professor you have right now? <laughs> Dude, Erin Ernst. Erin Ernst? Yeah, you know her? No. Well, think about if she asked you to be to study after school. And then you guys end up getting married. Could you see that happening? No. And then winning a Nobel Prize with her no. just a couple <laughs> years insane. later. That's crazy. Christine Taylor. <laughs> there you go. She might help you out, Christine Taylor. Uh, sorry you don't know any of these people. They're just professors here at Bowling <laughs> University. Um, I don't know. This, this episode's kind of all over the place. That's okay. <laughs> uh, I would like to say she pl- agreed to be on the podcast like a week or so ago. She then forgot that she agreed to be on it. No, um, I never saw it. And then I came back uh, today from my short break, 
and she forgot, and I mentioned you agreed to be on my podcast, and she really was not up for it. Um, still not up for it, but I kind of forced her to be on no, it because okay. I very much wanted her to be on it. Um, yeah. Yeah. But it's okay. We're here now, and I'm, I'm, we're having a great time. Yeah, no, it's good. We're it's having okay. a great time. We're learning. Of we're, course I would do this. We're doing things. We're having fun. Yeah. Um, where was I at? Oh, professor, they fell in love. Yeah. Won the Nobel Prize. Hooray! Unfortunately, only three years later, her husband ended up passing away. That's not funny. <laughs> it's definitely not funny, especially since she just got killed by a horse and cart in 1906. Before there were cars, got her. <laughs> exactly. That's what I'm thinking. How do you get killed by a horse and buggy? He's probably mad. Or drunk or mad something. Mad horse. Grr. <laughs> That's what horses do, they grr yeah. with their claws. Yeah. Anyways, that happened, and then... She got upset. She was sad. <laughs> but she said, screw it. I'm going to keep dedicating my life to science because that's how she originally got into it when her sister and, and mother died. Uh, and she ended up winning a Nobel Prize again in 1911 for finding a way to measure radiation. That's crazy. Yes. The first person to ever win two Nobel Prizes Also, was if it woman. wasn't for, her or for all her losses, she probably, probably wouldn't have done the great things. Yeah. Like, had her, maybe had her sister and mother not died, she may have just became a normal teacher. Yeah. Or whatever Like the rest else. of, because she came from teachers. Yeah. It's incredible. That kind of puts into perspective, like, the butterfly effect, like, that yeah. kind of thing. Yeah. I wonder if her husband would have... I love that we're calling him her husband. Who is it? I don't remember his name. Yeah. It doesn't matter. Her husband is, like... Like, I wonder if he would have discovered it. Himself. Like, gone on to get the second Nobel Prize? Both of them. Like if it wasn't. Oh, I doubt her. it. I doubt it. Yeah. But I also, I also doubt she would have won the first one. Well, probably would have doubt she would have won the first one without her husband's help because they did it together. Yeah. But the second one she kind of did on her own, although she had her base working with her husband. But. But you know. still. Crazy. Um, she did end up dying. Um, just a couple years later, and I don't know how much a year later actually. Marie Curie. <laughs> Marie. She ended up dying in 1934, so quite a while, quite a quite a while later. But she ended up dying of like some some form of anemia, which apparently came mm. from working with radiation all that time. Oh, so geez. really, somewhat a martyr of her craft almost. Um, but it makes sense when you win two Nobel prizes for being one of the first people to really work with radiation. It's gonna be a almost, bit of almost no logical decision is you're gonna get radiation poisoning <laughs> and pass away, unfortunately. But before she passed away, she accomplished all those great things and is known as one of the most well-respected women in the science community in the history of the world. Also, major girl boss moment for real. I think the fact that she was the first person to win two Nobel prizes is incredible That's in so its cool. own right, regardless yeah. of what it was, whether it was Agreed. two Nobel Peace Prizes or whatever else. So remarkable. Yes. Marie Curie. Great lady. Very nice. Very nice. She's a cool. She's like, dude, she's badass. Came from Poland, then went to Paris, top of her class at one of the most prestigious universities in the world, and said, I'm not done here. Let's go get these Nobel Prizes, big dog. <laughs> went and got them. Secured the bag. Yeah. Easy. Easy. Yeah. Brushed it off your shoulder. No problem. And then succumbed to her own research, basically. That's okay. Yeah, it happens. Next woman, next and final woman, actually. Well, let me have the corner flag. But next woman, Valentina Tereshkova. This is a person you Tereshkova? probably... Tereshkova? Yeah. Probably definitely have never heard of. Um, mm -hmm. 
I hadn't either until I researched strong women. She was born in Russia to a farmer and a textile worker. Her father was the farmer. He passed away shortly after she was born, unfortunately. Um, but she worked in the textile factory, followed in her mother's footsteps. It was in Soviet Russia, so that's probably like the only thing that you were able to do because Russia. Because <laughs> uh, <laughs> of Russia. And she actually worked in the textile factories to fund her skydiving hobby. <laughs> I think, uh, so right now, if I was given the opportunity to just go, di- go skydiving, I might do it. Probably not, but maybe. I would definitely think about it. But I would... But a hobby? And to do it in, like... In Soviet Russia. 1940s, 1930s, 1940s. Um, That's really eight, funny. 10,000 times more terrifying from, to me, honestly. Yeah, but she didn't know any better. That's true. And it's like, like this is the safest thing I've ever done. And that's comp- I bet comparing parachuting or skydiving now to skydiving in forty years will be like, what are you talking about? It was terrifying now. Oh my gosh, yeah, true. But <laughs> she, yeah, she worked in a textile factory to fund her side hobby of skydiving. Um, first went skydiving at age twenty one, and then just kept skydiving as much as she could. After that, eventually, um, as the space race picked up. She or they, Russia sent out an application to be an astronaut. She applied, and because of her experience with skydiving, was able to then be the astronaut. That's so cool. Yeah, and she went on to, uh, she got sent into space, and she went on to orbit Earth forty-eight times in three days. That's like incomprehensible. That is a crazy amount of time. Also, seems like you'd be going pretty fast. (laughs) Probably, she's in space. (laughs) Because, like, so that means in the three rotations we did, she did... A lot. What is 48 divided by 3? 48 divided by 3, 16 rotations a day. Yeesh. She went around the Earth 16 times a day. But if the Earth's going this way and we're going this way, it's not that hard. (laughs) It's not that it's casual. It's not that it's hard. Easy. Yeah, it's easy. No, definitely not a, a feat of engineering and no. um, science and all of those words. Not for Russia. Yeah, I guess. Um, she also <laughs> orbited the world more than any all of the other astronauts before her, which were all men, um, combined. They had all done more? it combined 36 times. She went 48, 12 more Just times. Just by herself? By herself, yeah. Also, in a video I watched, she apparently got off course and like was going farther into space. Being like, like the fifth person into space or something and just slowly slid out into the void. <laughs> slid out. <laughs> but Yeesh. eventually, or she uh, kept her cool, collected herself, and made her way back on track and then safely landed, I guess. I feel like a safe landing would just be plummeting from the sk- from outer space just and hoping you land in like Water. the Russian Ocean or whatever exists. The yeah. Russian Ocean. <laughs> True. <laughs> and it should be mentioned, so I mentioned she skydived first time at 21. She was 26 when that Yeah, that's not very much time. No. Well, you're a textile worker. How much are you really getting paid? In Soviet Russia? Probably like zero dollars. Yeah, so... (laughs) She probably saved like years to go skydiving one time. Once and like, wow, good job. Yay! Astronaut. Valentina Tereshkova. Tereshkova. Yay! Wahoo. Here's a... I'm going to pull up a picture of her. Excuse me. It's okay. She's really like a, a boss, a boss woman. Oh my god, she's scary. Look at her. Yeah, she's kind of terrifying. Like, like. But what you'd expect, Intimidating. Though. Yeah, she's what you'd expect. Whoa. Look at her, just a total boss. Yeah. 
Damn. Oh my gosh. Go off. And her with Putin. Putin. There's, I doubt Putin respects her. Because Putin's a piece of poop. A poopy. In a tin. Ha ha <laughs> Okay. Any other thoughts? Any other powerful women in, in your head when you think about life? Um, your role models growing up that are professional role models, maybe? Women that you come to mind? No. All right, cool. Good. Awesome. Uh, so now we're moving into the sports segment of my podcast. Okay. The corner flag. I'm ready. I don't think you are. I know you have a very extensive sports I'm knowledge. So ready. You're very much a sports connoisseur on your own right. Yeah. Um, who was your favorite athlete? <laughs> Do you know that? Can you name an um, athlete? Um, Ante Tacumpo. <laughs> that's, that's his last name, but yeah, yeah Giannis no. Antetokounmpo. Yep, yep, that's, I'll give you that. Um, no, my brother's actually seen the Jets play live twice. The Jets? Yep, the New York Jets. Really? Yep. Is he a Jets fan? Yep, big Jets fan. We saw we saw Mark Sanchez on Buffalo um, Bowl in Philly <laughs> one time, I think. Nice, Mark Sanchez. Um, one of the like more famous quarterbacks um, for being bad. <laughs> his most famous moment is he really the wasn't fumble. bad and yeah he, he just, wasn't yeah that was a stupid he was just on the Jets and anytime the Jets um, play football they're bad so <laughs> oh my gosh my dad's favorite team is the Browns oh my god the Jets and the why Browns why don't they get better taste in football and my mom's is the Cowboys oh my goodness they have no idea what they're doing what's yours Do you I don't have like one. the Patriots or no, something I have no opinion I like the Jets are you the only person in your family that doesn't like sports or is your mom just kind of like sports? Are you... No, my mom's a huge Aggie fan, Texas A&M Aggies. She goes to school there? Yeah, oh, okay. her and my dad, but my dad's a, what's the word? Yep, alumni? No, he's like, he like doesn't care as much. She's all in though, she goes crazy. Dude, Casual fan? Her, like, yeah, you'll hear her like screaming from upstairs. Nice. The diamond swing during football? Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, any strong women in sports? Probably not. Uh, not for me. Serena Williams, mm-hmm. know who that is? Mm-hmm. Um, she, Simone Biles. Simone Biles. She was also on the list. I didn't put mm-hmm. her in there, but she was also on the list. Um, I feel like I could probably throw Simone Biles a, a decent distance because she's so small. Mm-hmm. She's like, what, like three inches tall or something like that? Yeah. So I should be able to do so many flips. Uh, incredible. Uh, blah, 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 blah. Very Serena cool. Williams. What do you know about Serena Williams? A uh, tennis player. Did she have a kid? She did have a kid. Yes, she has um, a kid. She also was. She's very pretty. She is. She's also married to one of the co-founders of Reddit. That's cool. Fun Random. Yeah. Co-founders of Reddit. She also won the Australian Open a couple years ago while she was pregnant. I was going to put that's five insane. months pregnant, but I was like, that's way too pregnant. I think the correct answer was five weeks pregnant. So only she barely. She wouldn't know. Yeah. Only barely pregnant. But oh, okay. That's scary a little bit. A little bit. But still did it. That's pretty. That's a feat nonetheless. You know what? I like ball boys. Ball boys yeah, like in tennis? Yeah, like tennis ball boys. <laughs> yeah. I would do that. Have you seen them get, like, smacked? Did you hurt yourself? A little bit, Have yeah. Have you seen them be, like, get, like, smacked into the wall? <laughs> yeah, like, a, we've probably like, seen the one clip of the yeah. guy that stumbles and You should slam, insert it. That's and then so he, funny. And then, yeah, I don't feel like screen. And then he stands up and acts like nothing happened. Yeah, that's so funny. Because you have to. Because you have to. You have to. You have to. You're Can you imagine perfect. doing that? Like, um, in general? Oh, being a ball boy? Yeah, that'd be super cool. But doing, falling into... Both, all of it. Yeah, it sounds horrible. Would, oh my gosh, I would probably, I would, I would probably end my life after that. I could not deal with that shame. <laughs> Dude, oh I would... Oh. That would not be a good time. But it would be super cool to do that job. It'd be like being a ball boy for a baseball team. That's something that I've always wanted to do. Really? Yeah, just... You should come do it at our... We have a local baseball team. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> come do it at my yeah. Lafayette. Gotta get, gotta get in somewhere. Gotta get in the you ground You could board. intern there. 
Oh my gosh, me and Ball Boy. Hey, come live with me. Oh we my can gosh. Have sleepovers all day. Oh, uh, be oh, just all day. <laughs> That'd be cute. Do you ever oh have any gosh. dramatic sleepovers? Um, Remember one time my sister yeah. had a sleepover where um, they watched one of the Cheetah Girls movie mm -hmm. and they like fake money and everything and there was a concession stand. Wow. It's actually pretty That's cute. Fun. Yeah. How old was she? Do you know? Um, yeah, Six, one seven, time eight. there was like crying and stuff. Mm, oh that's God, not like some so sleepover without crying. Oh. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> Somebody always gets hurt or something <laughs> happens. Um, what's the saying? It's not fun until someone loses an eyeball or whatever. It's always fun till somebody yeah, gets hurt. Oh, yeah, oh, okay. So the opposite. Okay. Yeah. I mean, yeah, it depends how you look at it. Half glass, yeah, half full, whatever you yeah, think. Yeah, exactly. Um. No? A sleepover, no? Sleepover? I was just asking you when the kids sleep over. But we're on the corner You're flag. Okay, it's about okay. sports. <laughs> <laughs> so, Serena Williams, like I said, probably cool. the most dominant female tennis player of all time. Um, What's her sister's name? Venus. Mm. Yes. Such a pretty name. Raised in uh, South LA, Compton, one of the more tougher places or mm -hmm. better well-known tough places in America. Despite that, I mean, their dad's um, hard job raising them they became tennis champions and the two most decorated female tennis players in the history of the world she has won 23 grand slam titles which far outshines whoever's in second place presumably <laughs> her sister and mm -hmm. um also has 14 grand slam titles all of which were with her sister and they've they never are they doubles together they yeah they played doubles together. that's yeah. so cool yeah that's gonna be a power team they absolutely yeah, were that's insane. they actually never lost in a grand slam um like title like once they got to the final they are undefeated in, in the final that's pretty cool that's insane yeah that's pretty cool what cool gals for real absolute legends and also like you said she's gorgeous she is cur curvaceous we'll say <laughs> they are so yeah beautiful incredible and also powerful really have just changed the dynamic of sports as a whole um she's perhaps the most famous woman in sports and has been mm -hmm. for the longest time yeah, because uh, everybody knows her. Yeah, and so when you think of, like, the greatest of all times, people, um, one thing that people know, like, really defines the greatest of all time is extended winning. Mm -hmm. They won, like, their first Grand Slam title in, like, 2000. Yeah. And they're still, they're not great right now. They're still relevant. Like, but they're relevant, yeah, and they were winning up until, like, a year or two ago. Mm -hmm. That's two decades of winning. If that doesn't establish you as it will definitely in the conversation of the greatest of all time in terms Jeez, of so tennis cool. in general... And women's tennis? I, I, I honestly can't say enough. It's incredible. Um, do you want to go on a tangent? Sure. One time, okay, so my family, have I told you about how my family um, hosted these two basketball players? Yes. Um, kind of, but giving backstory again. Well, they were doing like a, a retreat thing. So they were um, practicing at Purdue. Mm -hmm. So they stayed with us. There's one from... Um, Texas A&M, Corpus Christi, and Baylor. Okay. And Did your mom's Texas A&M ties make that happen? No. Okay. Um, it was through my dad's job. Okay. And both of them just happened to come from Texas. And then, um, uh, anyway, they like, uh, it was through Athletes in, er, athletes athletes in Action. Oh, okay. And so they um, invited us to this, like, what's it called? Banquet. Uh, banquet, yeah. And I met this Olympic... Someone, someone cool. It was a cool, strong woman, but I can't really remember. It's Olympic name. someone, cool. Yeah. Swimmer. She's a track, track star. You know, my cousin actually ran cross country at Purdue, and my at younger Purdue. cousin committed to go run cross country at Purdue as well. 
committed, like, is going to. Yeah. Fun Very fact. cool. Fun fact. Are you close with them? Yeah. Swag. There's your, your tangent. She went to a banquet and met a famous Olympic lady. That's name we don't know. So that's cool, I guess. Yeah. Uh, the only other two I have listed, um, I admittedly could have start find better candidates for this, but it's okay. Billie Jean King. You probably don't know who that is. Mm -mm. She's also a female tennis player. Mm -hmm. uh, I really put her in here. She was a social activist and did great things and still is doing great things. Won the Presidential Medal. medal of Freedom. Yeah. Under? Probably Obama. Obama. Probably. Um, maybe not. Could be wrong. But so. she did the um, the Battle of the Sexes, which is a very famous tennis match back in like the 70s or 80s or 90s, where she faced against a man in tennis, and I believe she actually won. That's insane. That's yeah. so badass. It's pretty incredible. Uh, there's a movie about it. Haven't seen it, but there's a movie about it. Hmm. Uh, also, Doris Burke. Have you heard that name before? No. Well, should I, I have? Eh, maybe. There's a 50-50 chance. What sport? Basketball. So she has been a longtime sideline reporter for TNT, mm. um, really kind of like the biggest one in the game. Mm -hmm. uh, and only recently, like last year, she's the first woman, first woman to ever do play-by-play -play and for a national her? televised broadcast. Yes, you can. Uh, I think it's kind of silly that only last year was the first woman, first woman to do play-by-play -play yeah, on a national televised game happened. But um, no, I don't know her. She's mixed. She's cool. She's got moves. Drake loves her. Um, <laughs> There's someone that was on really ESPN though that I really liked. Maybe it is her. I don't know. Doesn't I'm not sure though. Who, on ESPN on basketball or? Um, actually no, just a host. She's a goat though for sure. Yeah. Look at that handles. Handle life. Cool lady. Um, honestly, I think she yeah. I Very think she's cool. super cool. Doing a lot for sports. Hopefully, and like now Candace Parker, I don't know if you know that, she's another basketball player. She's like on, she's an analyst on sports channels. It's good that they're, they're finally getting, okay, so you remember way back when, like in the Revolutionary War, when the one white guy said, um, without representation, we, there's no taxation, mm -hmm. or taxation without representation, or something mm -hmm. like that? Um, I feel like women shouldn't have been taxed for like centuries then if that's the case because they're only just now getting some representation. Well, that's rep yeah, we talked about I had a text and ideas class. Um, that's why women argued the right to vote. I should have probably included Susan B. Anthony and people like that in here that she really She was the fake the same way. Really she covered it yeah. up? Yeah. No, nice. her and or she someone was like... else, Susan B. Anthony and the other one that helped her, um, they rewrote history. That's not actually how it happened. That's the way that they told it. Wow, women stealing from women. How about that? Yep. So yeah, I guess they were that... dirty little people, depending on the way that you look at it. So how do you feel about that? Because they stole history from other women, but yeah, then women like still got marked and no, nah, but I guess it's women putting down other women. Yeah, because still. they were white. They were like privileged white women. Yeah. And that's who got credit. They didn't really. Yeah. And they kind of like took advantage of some things and were actually um, some of the more conservative people. They didn't want rights for black women. Mm, that's good. They, wanted, they only wanted rights for themselves. Classic move for anybody trying to make moves in the social circle. Yeah. Me, but nobody else. Yeah. Well, that's upsetting. I probably should have covered the other ladies that actually did it, but, no, that's... you know, it happens. It's okay. Uh, so that's kind of all I have for the uh, corner flag. Um... And again, I'm going to ask you like a third time. Famous women. 
Any come to mind since we've been talking? Do you want me to come up with one? No, it's okay. Um, I feel like I should have some, but I don't know. Like, what's an example? You said your grandma um, or whatever did she was... My, yeah, my Iranian grandma. I'm pretty sure she, like... She just kind of defied her mom all her life, and it... Badass? Yeah. Yeah, she's just cool and, like, always did what she wanted. Mm-hmm. And her uh, grandpa really encouraged her education, which was cool. Really? Yeah. Um, fun fact, my grandpa was... This is not a strong woman, I'm sorry, but oh, my grandpa okay. owned... He has, like, a, a town or street, like, neighborhood named, named after him. Really? Yeah, because he owned, like, all the stores there, and... Oh, I sure realized I was going to have you paint my nails on this episode. Rip. Oh, well. Dang it. Sorry. Shucks. Oh, well. But he has his own street where... I, in like, Iran. Oh, nice. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah. Like, and he's it's still like there? A very, yeah, he was a very influential man in his City, town. Cool. My grandpa once had a road named after him. But it was only the lane that went to my Catholic elementary school. That's name gets changed like every year at the ball and auction, because there's an auction for it, and People then like you, buy it. you bid on it and you can change it. Yeah. For what? Where does it go? Um, it's just like so. Our school is here, and there's like houses around. No, it. like where does the money go? Oh, the auction. To the school and to the month to the new sign. I'm assuming. Mm, interesting. That's fun. Yeah, but not but quite the same as. How big is your town? Um, like twelve thousand people. Hmm. Not quite the same as uh, being an influential person in the community and having a street named after you forever, but... No, that's still fun. Happens, you know? It's yeah. cool. Uh, so, last segment of the podcast, we always round it out with the feel-good article. Here is the first one. <gasps> New York woman finds an empty apartment behind her bedroom ba- bathroom mirror. Let's watch this video. It started with a weird draft in the bathroom. Cold air blowing on me. You can see my hair blowing in the cold wind. And the air is coming from the mirror. (gasps) Thus began the saga. Look at what she found in her New York City apartment. It was freaky enough to send others scurrying to check their bathroom mirrors. Bathroom. All right, we're good. But Samantha Hartso wasn't. More than a hole. Just the electrical. Oh, no, no, no. Bro, what? There's a room back there. Samantha documented her discovery in a four-part series on TikTok. I have to go in. As viewers warned her away. Cover it up. For real? Move out. Yeah, this is some horror movie stuff. Okay? Yes. Part three, we're going in armed with a hammer. Her Samantha told us later. Weirdly, I wasn't that scared. No, I don't care about Candyman. I just want to know what's behind the window. Oh, your hip's not gonna. (laughs) Straddling. No worry, the wall might break. She squeezed her way through. And once in, she found trash bags, boxes, pipes, not just a room. It was a whole apartment. Someone could be living there. Made out alive. Turns out a woman in a Chicago apartment building was murdered in 1987 after burglars came in from the bathroom <laughs> mirror. Apparently some buildings have easy access for maintenance people to get to plumbing fixtures. Management at Samantha's building declined to comment. Of course Samantha they did. called maintenance to come over and take a look. Some were reminded of that old right guard commercial. Oh, no. 
Where the neighbor bars the guy's deodorant, it stinks. Right. That is wild. Oh. I'm gonna be new fear unlocked. Yeah, for real. I don't know how I feel now. Um, I mean that's kind of cool, but also kind of terrifying, especially in New York. I think, and as a woman, like a who does she live with? Like that's very terrifying. Also, that's a lot of space. I would not tell anybody. Yeah, just like knock out the wall and just have a double apartment now. Yeah, maybe. That's pretty cool. Why are they not using it? Um, or maybe she could sublease it. She could like live back there, and then she could lease out her front. Of her she apartment. could spy on the people that live in the actual apartment. She doesn't need to do that. Oh, okay. It's okay. I mean, I guess she could not. We do could that. take that's it there, true. but like it doesn't have to be. It, we didn't have to turn it. Yeah, that's a good point. Dark. That's a good point. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, I think we kind of saw it all in that video. But crazy, why? Whole another apartment behind the mirror. How about that? That's wild. And the second one I have. Goodwill worker finds five bands left in donated jacket pocket. It says that? Five bands? $5,000, but yeah. Five, just found five rubber bands, actually. Mm. Uh, it took two week, took weeks of searching to find $5,000 in cash. Wait, they were... Huh? Oh, oh, that's boring. I thought she was gonna. Did they get to keep it? <laughs> so basically, uh, I mean, it's on screen. They can read it, but the people actually put it in there, and then she had to dig. They digged for it. So they found it for. They were doing a favor. Yeah, that's kind of a little bit. What she was rewarded with a bonus in the Goodwill Medal of Integrity. Boring. She should get all of it. Damn. And that's... she's working at Goodwill. Yeah, for real. I mean, her, her bonus is probably like 50 they, bucks. They are actually pretty good. Really? But it's just like, if she's working at Goodwill, I feel like she has, like, she could probably use that. Yeah. I know there's not high salaries at Goodwill. Yeah. Um, but that's the second feel-good article. I mean, it kind of feels good. It would feel a lot better if she actually got the $5,000, but it's okay. I mean, that person got their money back, I guess. I don't know what they're like. Yeah, I mean, they had $5,000 laying around, so... Yeah, they kind of lost it themselves like that. Yeah, you kind of, I feel like, yeah, once you donate it, it's kind of. One time, um, one of my old friends and I were walking to, through H&M, and we walk, like, in this, like, corner, and there's $30 in cash just sitting there. $30? Yeah. You take Which, it? Like, yeah. Wow. But isn't that, it's just, like, random. That's the most, what's the biggest amount of cash you've ever found? I ever lost found? one time. Yeah. I don't know how much Ooh, I found. Maybe ever 20. Found. Yeah, probably like 20 bucks or something. Probably nothing crazy. One time I thought I lost $70. Is it still Oof. in here? Imagine it's still in here. It's not. Oh, it is. No, wait. $70? Oh, no, just 20. <laughs> <laughs> One time I thought I lost $70. I was given. I forget how I was given it, but. um. That's a good noise. Bite yeah. That. Um, 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 I was given it for something. It was like a bonus for something at whatever. Mm -hmm. But I, I was at the bar. I was just, it was one night at the bar and I was walking around and I was like, I didn't have the $70 anymore. Where did it go? I figured I just dropped it in somewhere on the floor in the bar and it was surely gone forever. Mm -hmm. But then I got to school. It was like shortly before I left for school. I got to school. I one day looked in here. I found that it was actually just in like the, the side pocket of my wallet. Sneaky little wallet. Yeah. How about that? Um. That's... We're both just shaking right now. Dude, I always ha do it. have you seen that video on, like, only my friends would know, but of um, 
my dad, brother, and I all shaking our feet at the same time? No. We get it from our dad, and we just shake. Yeah, I, I get it. My, my aunt does it. I don't know if my dad does it. My dad does, like, you know people that, like, hold their breath? Like, my friend from high school did this as well. Like, Jake does that. They'll hold their breath. And then take a really deep breath randomly. Yeah, and, like, how he chugs his drinks. Yeah, I don't... Like, he just does... That's how he drinks. It's not anything... Like, you can't get mad at him for it. Yeah. So but I, I'm like, why do you... Exactly. Like, why would you choose to do that? Yeah, why don't you do just do it differently? But wow, what a tangent. That's people, I guess. Um, <laughs> I hope you guys enjoyed this episode of the Procrastinated Podcast. Thanks for having me, buddy. Yes. She, it was uh, a pleasure. Seemed like she may have been half asleep, but it's okay. It happens. <laughs> <laughs> it happens. It's okay. Um, I'm very glad we're friends. I'm glad we've gotten a lot closer this year. Yeah. Um... You're a cherished person in my life. Aww. And, um, yeah. Thank, Thank you for you. joining me. Thank you for being on my podcast for episode 29. Yeah. Exciting stuff. I think so. <laughs> on that note, I think that is all I have for you. I hope you enjoyed this week's episode of the Procrastinated Podcast. I will be back next week, as per usual, every single Tuesday with a new episode of the Procrastinated Podcast. I have been your host, Matthew B. Stein. She's been Sarah Ansari. You've been fantastic. And we will be back. I will be back next week for episode 30 of the Procrastinated Podcast. Peace out. Bye.